comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tying up precious internet bandwidth. Welcome, everybody, to episode 509-509 of Volume 2 of Half Hour Wasted. Are we still doing the Volume 2 thing? Thank sure, you for remembering that. Yeah, sure, why, why not? Wouldn't we? Um, just a reminder, mystery phrase, secret phrase number two, still up for grabs. Uh, Actually, Brad, how, how long has <laughs> that been a year now. Over a year, Bill. Actually, I think, though, it's quite possible one of us said it in the last three episodes I'm not 100% sure, but don't I'll have to go back to and... Me. Don't you do that to me. That's just a bubbly, worked, by the way. It's not worked, a... No, I've worked too hard on that phrase to not get credit for it. Yeah, and you know what? Even if one of y'all said it, I don't have the the music queued up for that because the chances oh, of one of us saying it are pretty slim. This is, um, is that it? Pretty slim? Yeah. Let's see. We are recording this. Hey, and, Frank. Yes, Man, Mambo, dog face, and banana patch. Uh, give that kid a special <laughs> test. Get him out of here. <laughs> Is that um, not it? I was sure that was it. That was time. not the phrase. Um, when people are listening to this, it will be the week of Thanksgiving. So we hope everybody is having a safe and socially distant Thanksgiving with your loved ones. Um, you know, I, we've said it before. This is a weird, strange time, and this is the way I look at it. You know, holidays are nice and everything, but let's be smart and let's be safe. Let's keep each other healthy. And uh, I hope you guys stay safe and healthy. Um, as of this recording, I think I know what I'm doing Thanksgiving, but you never know. Things are up in the air. I'm thankful for the two of you guys. I can tell you that right now. Oh, oh Brad, thank you. Thankful for you, too. Thankful and Bill. And Brad. Um, you know, uh, I can tell you, speaking of quarantines and stuff like that, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, buddy recently got, got diagnosed with, uh, someone in their family has, has COVID. They uh, do not luckily, but they're having to do the 14 day quarantine. So tomorrow, uh, they're like in day five right now tomorrow. So they can have something to look forward to. I'm dropping off donuts and coffee on their front door. They know oh, I'm nice. and stuff. And, Are you, uh, you, you know, ring some, the doorbell and then split. Uh, I'm I'm probably yeah I'm probably gonna do so. Well, they know I'm coming, so it it's they, so they can have something to look forward to. Because usually on Sundays, you know, they would have donuts or yeah. you know do family stuff. So I'm bringing them donuts and coffee tomorrow, so they can uh, have some. They're looking forward to it because it's something different. They've been stuck in the house. 
for a while. Hey, you want something different, man. You should wait till they come out to the front yard and start taking pot shots at them. I was going to turn on the hose and just stand there. Yes. <laughs> That's an even better. A non-lethal idea is probably a much better idea. <laughs> I mean, just keep them on their toes, you know. Kind of like... Um, Kind of like Peter Sellers in the Pink Panther, who how his uh, his assistant Cato, uh, you know, always had to watch out for him. He always had to be on guard, you know. <laughs> maybe, maybe help these people if they were always on guard, you know. Hey, uh, I'm coming for you. You're all gonna get it. Everyone's gonna get it. It's just is this Mr. COVID. This is COVID nineteen. Ha 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 ha. Everybody's. This is, you're the I'm worst Thanksgiving present. I'm coming for you. You know. The the anti-maskers are trying to say masks aren't going to help you and save your life. Let me give you a little hint. I've never told this to anybody. Masks Whoa. help. Wear them. I'm feeling generous today. You better wear your yeah, mask. Obviously but are. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Okay, but... You know that was I had, creepy. Uh, I had COVID-20... Uh, which is much worse than COVID nineteen. No, no, no. What, they have a head start on next year. Yeah, they haven't released that one yet. <laughs> oh yeah, they haven't oh, released it. Did you get like a special uh, sneak preview? Yeah. Uh, um, big surprise. It involves the, uh, a lot of butts. Mm. Lot the, of the new one. <laughs> I think I think they should rename COVID nineteen to COVID twenty twenty. To be quite honest. Yeah. It needs a rebranding. Yeah. I think you guys are on to something really powerful right now. Well, Frank, we should recognize something that happened recently. Yeah. Uh, uh, recently, we lost Alex Trebek from Jeopardy. Uh, I'm a big Jeopardy head. I, I always watch it. And, um, you know, we, we did know it was coming. He, uh, uh, he had announced a while back that he was going to forego any further treatment. And, uh, and so he recently passed. And this last uh, recorded episode, I believe, is going to be Christmas Day. But really? uh, I'm going to miss him. He was a uh, he was a real structure or a real foundation in my uh, in my TV watching. <laughs> He's my go to show. I will watch Jeopardy. Uh, almost it's almost appointment viewing for me. I will usually watch nice. it uh, when it's when it's on or uh, right after it's been on. I never I didn't even know what was going on with Alex until I saw a clip on the internet of the daily double situation and Alex has said, and okay, let's see what your answer is. And they reveal the guy's answer and it says, we love you, Alex. And yeah. it choked Alex up. And I was like, what is all this about? So I immediately Googled, wow. I immediately Googled what's wrong with Alex Trebek. And then of course I found Yeesh. out that way. You got your answer, huh? Yeah. Um, he was a, he was a pretty cool dude. I mean, I watched a little bit of Jeopardy. To be honest, the only reason I appreciated uh, Daryl Hammond's Sean Connery on <laughs> on uh, the SNL Saturday Jeopardy Live. shows yeah. was because I'd seen Jeopardy to begin with, you know, and and uh, yeah. I'd seen a little bit of it here and there, and it always made me feel dumb, so I stopped watching it. To be quite honest, because wow. I never knew any of the answers. <laughs> I I honestly don't think I ever knew any of the answers to any of the questions he ever asked anybody. It's uh you know it, it's a fun show to kind of kind of just watch you know even if you don't know the answers it's always kind of fun to fun uh, fun to watch and guess uh, you know 
I just realized, actually, a friend pointed it out to me, and, and I just remembered, uh, Sean Connery and Alex Trebek are, are in heaven right now playing Jeopardy. Oh, I'm, like sure they're having, I'm sure they're having, <laughs> right. a, having a drink together, maybe a couple of cigars. Or, uh, they're living in that, uh, that penthouse in the sky, aren't they? Yeah. There's quite uh, a party going on in heaven when you think well, about everybody we've lost. Well, if they can find Burt Reynolds, <laughs> Reynolds up there, it's on. He's going... I, I have it under good authority that he's going under the name Turd Ferguson. Well, that might make it yes. tough. Well, yeah. just look for the gigantic hat. Yes. The really and the big yeah Frank Frank hat. had it right the, with the chewing gum. That's not my name. It's uh, Turd Ferguson. Yeah. Well, um, let's see what else has happened recently that we wanted to oh, talk about. You you told us about voicemail we got. Oh yeah, so. And this is a long time coming. Uh, one of our longtime listeners, Stephen Orr, Steven. host of Just Another Fanboy podcast. Hello. Stephen with two E's. Stephen, what's up? He emailed us a couple months ago, and it's my own fault for forgetting. I t- okay, let me explain. So he emailed us after episode 500, with a, and he included a seven, oh, that was rude, a seven-minute <laughs> voicemail. Not that he emailed us, but that I had to turn to the side and I belched. That was the okay. rude thing. That was the rude thing. Uh, he left us a seven-minute voicemail. And I'll be honest, and I think I told Stephen this. Put off is not the right word. I was not put off by it, but I was like intimidated. That's the word. Intim- oh, seven minutes. Good word. I, I don't have time to listen to this right now. I'll get to it later. <laughs> Steve and I eventually listened to it. I think we all did. And um, yeah. he uh, he had some very nice things to say. And out of the seven minutes, Stephen, I saved about 50 seconds worth of it that I want to play on the show here. And uh, the first one is merely a self-serving uh, clip, but it's very nice to hear. And so I appreciate it. Hang on one second. This is the part where I watched the, host, the video for episode 500 and you guys kept scratching your head over why why do people listen to the show? And it's because you guys are good guys. You're good fellas. You're funny. Not good fellas. You know, you're not smacking each other around. You're good dudes. You have good hearts and you all have a really good outlook on life and you're friends and you're funny and you're personable and I just I just want to be a part of that. So that was very kind, Stephen. Son of a gun. Let me tell you what. We verbally smack each other around when we're not recording. That could happen. <laughs> Possible. Yeah. Those are very kind words, Stephen, and we really appreciate it. Stephen. Stephen. Go ahead, Frank. Oh, I was going to say thank you so much, too. But you continue. Stephen's a longtime listener. He In his seven-minute diatribe, his audio book, he... Uh, <laughs> we call it a soliloquy or a monologue. Yeah. Diatribe sounds way too uh, yeah. sharp. His, uh, I like audiobook because it sounds it's very professional. <laughs> it's very well produced. How about audio novelette? Yes. Uh, oh, like okay. that. He, right, uh, he tells somewhere. us the history of his listening to our show and uh, his ins and outs of podcasting and all that stuff. And there was it's a too time. Too out with him losing that bet. Yeah. There was right. a time when he. Um, uh, was considering quitting podcasting and then he stopped for a while and then he wanted to bring it back, but hosting was expensive and he thought, well, apparently the half hour wasted LOD podcast network is still up and running. 
And he said he toyed with the idea of approaching us and saying, would you guys be willing to host just another fanboy on your website? You know, he had an ulterior motive, which was uh, it would more than likely be less expensive for him as he was very willing to chip in with hosting fees and all that kind of thing. And uh, but he never did approach us about it. If he approached uh, Russell or anybody like that, I I don't know about that. But Mm -hmm. um, he started thinking if he, in fact, did join the network, he would make some demands. Uh Oh, yeah. And he said, you know, that clip, the audio clip that all the HHLOD shows, HHWLOD shows play at the very beginning of all their episodes, you know, where you hear all the different guys saying comics, movies, TV. He said he would, yeah, he would demand a re-edit of the open to have himself included in it, and uh, he he took it upon himself to do that. (laughs) So here is his version of the podcast network open that we play at the beginning of of all of the shows on the network. Here we go. But I would make demands, and I would demand that I be included in the intro, and then I thought, how would that intro sound if I was a part of it? Well, I think it would sound a little something like this. Comics. Pudding. Movies. Baked beans. Music. Clocks. Video games. Tube socks. Technology. Ear sweat. Blu-ray. Topiaries. Television. Alpaca ranches. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. And then... (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't get old. (laughs) Pudding. I have to play that... Socks. I have to play that again. Because it's that funny. Comics. Pudding. Movies. Baked beans. Music. Clocks. Video games. Tube socks. Technology. Ear sweat. Blu-ray. Topiaries. Television. Alpaca ranches. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. (laughs) It wouldn't surprise me at all if our show had covered all of those topics he inserted into the open at one point in our history. There's a lot of gems in there, but clocks kind of made me chuckle. (laughs) Baked beans. I know for a fact we've mentioned baked beans on our show because I hate baked beans. It seems the network's uh, focus has frayed a little uh, recently. Yeah. If we're covering alpaca farms. It's probably a good thing that uh, just another fanboy didn't join the HHWLOD <laughs> network. Because you never that know. Might have been a, we might have uh, uh, dodged a real bullet there. It might have been another Hindenburg type of situation. Oh, the humanity. Too soon? I mean, well, people are, you know, it's a little too soon. Let's, let's at least wait till the 100th anniversary, shall we? Oh, wait, never mind. Um, actually, I don't know when the Hindenburg went down. I think it was 1937, but I'm bluffing. I think it was a Thursday. It was a Thursday. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My uh, uh, The radio station that I favor uh, had a, a moment uh, last week that was recounted, uh, re- retold uh, last Friday, and um, in it, they're uh, uh, they're discussing. They they take a break from sports and they're talking about entertainment news of the day. And they're talking about uh, the uh, release of uh, or possibly a new Friday the Thirteenth movie. And they're talking about the uh, the original Friday the Thirteenth movie and how it was apparently released on uh, May 9th, nineteen eighty. And they spent almost two minutes uh, wondering: Is there a chance that May 9th was Friday the Thirteenth? Look it up. And they take turns like going on the computer and looking it up. And, and wait, 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 wait. I know. 
It's exactly what you think it is. They spent like two minutes going, is there any chance the ninth was on a 13th? And and finally, about 90 seconds in, one of them goes, wait a minute. Hold and on all, a second. It was, I know, wait a minute. Hey, guys, I just Googled when the Hindenburg went down. It was yes. May 6th, 1937, yes. and it was a Thursday. Boom! Mm. Frank, I was right, and you were right. And Brad would have been right, but he didn't guess. Dude, we're wow. good. We're good. Well, oh, what yeah. was that Friday? What was that weekend like after the Hindenburg crash? He was like, ooh, hey, guys. Why, why, why did my genetic code know what the year the Hindenburg went down, but I couldn't get through Algebra 2? Why? Why is that? How is that possible? Why do humans do that to themselves? I just, this is, these are questions that uh, uh, I will have to ask. Um, I'll ha- I'm going to have to ask, uh, ask uh, Burt Reynolds. I'm going to have to ask Burt Reynolds and uh, Alex Trebek here in about thirty or forty years, hopefully. <laughs> hey, I hope Bill, you last you longer you... than that, Bill. I know, me, well, me too. I'm just I'm trying to you know, uh, you know, just trying to trying to be realistic here. Hey, Bill, you uh, and tell us if you don't want to talk about it. You had mentioned you're getting a new ride. Uh, yeah, I had a uh, I had a weird uh, I had a weird night last night or a weird day yesterday. So um, I've uh, wow. Uh, anybody want to get some snacks first? I'll wait. Just go get those Cheetos, whatever. Get your, get your Diet Dr. Pepper, the cream soda out of the fridge. Come we back. We do have 13 minutes down. left, just FYI. Pull, pull the blankets up, you know, <laughs> get a nice pillow behind your back. Okay, and go me. Okay, so uh, I have been driving for the last seven years an old uh, BMW 323i. It's a, it's a beautiful car. She's my girl. She's my snow leopard. Um, rear wheel drive, straight six, five speed stick, sunroof, uh, 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 concert, uh, the concert hall on wheels, basically. And she was, uh, uh, the love of my life outside of my children. And, um, I took her in for some, uh, service, uh, about, uh, five, six weeks ago. And, uh, uh, I go in to sit down in the waiting room, and uh, uh, Sam, the uh, the guy who runs the uh, uh, the automotive place, uh, says, "Come here, I got to show you this." And you know that's always a great thing. You know, when you're in the waiting room, and the mechanic or the guy comes out and says, "Hey, you got to come see this," you know what you're in for, right? We all know what what happens at that point. the The price of what you were intending to do at the mechanic has just quadrupled. So it's like, okay, great. This is awesome. So let's let's go let's go see how much more money I'm going to put into a car that is literally old enough to drink now. Okay. So now that we're on the same page, I go out there, and uh, they've got the car up on the lift, and uh, they show me the uh, the back end, and of course the rear wheel drive, which is not terribly germane to things, but. Uh, uh, we're looking up there, um, up under the, uh, the rear wheels and, uh, where the wheels connect to the axle and the differential on stuff. And then that whole assembly is bolted into the frame of the car. Right. So, you know, um, so in case people were wondering, this may be a little car one Oh one, uh, for y'all, but the back wheels are, uh, bolted into the frame of the car. It's just, that's kind of how cars work. So if anybody didn't know that, you know what, man, go in a bar bet today and have some fun with it. You know, Bill, um, I, I'm going to yeah. implore you, just please. Did <laughs> just, you want me to cut? Did you want me to cut just, the chaser? Use the last 13 minutes. 
<laughs> I this yeah. was this was unclear to me. I, I I would like for you to think of our listeners in the, at this point and just kind of kind of let's get let's get to the car. Let's well, tell us tell us what's okay. going on. But so much has happened since then. I um, I know. Okay. I know, I know. Okay, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll cut to the elevator pitch, okay? How about that? So it turns out that the cars that my BMW's back end, the bolts holding to the frame, both literally ripped from the frame, and I honestly don't know what's holding the back wheels onto the rest of the car at this point. Whoa. You got Seriously. lucky, dude. <clears throat> that's, so I, that's so I drive, well, so I drive the car for the next month. Because obviously, wait, wait, wait. I promised the guy I'm not. You I continue I'm not to drive it. Well, he said. He said, judging by the wear around the the rips where the bolts had pulled out of the frame and taken part of the frame with it, he said, judging by this, I'd been driving the car around for at least months, maybe a year or more, with it in this condition, having okay. no idea. I'd driven up to Norman. I'd driven back. I'd, I'd taken it on you know 500 mile road trips. Uh, you know, driven it, taken Sage to school, you know, gone to work, yada, 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 had no idea. So I'm sitting here going, well, you know, if I'm, if I'm motoring around in town, you know, and I'm doing like 30 miles an hour and the back wheels literally fall off the car, I'm doing 30 miles an hour. It's cool. You know, I'll just pull over to the side of the road and I'll call an Uber. Right. You know, but it's, there's, there's no point in, in going out and uh, freaking out and, and rushing out and find a new car. So all this, uh, you know, and cut to yesterday. I, um, I, uh, I, I take Sage to school. I get my, uh, my, myself to work at three, uh, 15, uh, my boss, my good, my good boss, man says, go pick up your son from school. And he gets out three 30. So I do that. And as I'm getting to his school, um, the back end has been making some weird noises and it's been acting really you weird. Think? It, it, yeah, I know it, it, it kind of doesn't like second gear. Um, I think it's differential issues. Um, cause I think the differential was, uh, going bad as well. Uh, so it was, there was a lot of things the, the, the front end was, uh, uh, one of my tie rods was getting ready to go out too. And it was just the, my car, I, I described it a couple of weeks ago, uh, as my car was on hospice care and I'm not trying to make light of hospice care. I literally mean that my car was beyond saving and I was going to milk it for as many days or weeks as I could before it was just critical. And I had to go, you know, commit to getting a new car, which I don't really have the money for. So, uh, you know, I should set up a Patreon account, but I'm not that smart. So I get to say to school yesterday and all of a sudden the back end is making more noises than normal. It's now making these kind of clanking noises, almost like you were taking a, a couple of uh, uh, metal uh, rods and kind of clacking them together and I pick Sage up and I go, so there's the new back end sound. Well, that's not good. And he kind of, he kind of agrees with me in that sardonic uh, way that he does. And uh, uh, we get, a, we're, we do like the two and a half mile drive home. And it's clear that the car has somehow gone from a situation where the mechanic who showed me the original damage, his response to me was, this car is not safe to drive. Do you want me to call a wrecker to take this to a junkyard? Wow. Quote, unquote. And I'm just like, dude, we went from zero to 100 real fast here, okay? I'm not I'm not ready to commit to junking this car. Um, so I bet, so, I bet you when they put it on the lift, <laughs> if you think about it, they put it on the lift, the frame <laughs> drops a little bit. Yeah. That probably <laughs> made things worse. All the road grit. They broke it. 
All the road grit and luck that was holding it together shifted no when it went up on the well, list. They said, they said uh, uh, I, I took it to a uh, body shop guy after the initial diagnosis thinking, you know, can you just weld, you know, this crap back into the frame? I don't care. You know, do you have to do a little bit of fabrication, you know, put a little, little you know, a little, you know, something to kind of support it or whatever. And even the body shop people were like, dude, we would love to. But no, the, this car is 21 years old. And it doesn't have abnormal rust, but it's got the normal amount of wear and rust and et cetera, et cetera, you know, and, and structural stress and whatever for a car that it's age. No, we can't fix it. And it's like, well, crap, it really is on hospice care now. So yesterday, uh, the sounds coming out of the back end started worrying me uh, to the point where I got home. I said, <laughs> you got to hear the uh, sounds that. coming out of my back end. Hungry. Stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, so I got home and uh, I'm like, okay. I'd, I'd been taking a look at uh, used cars for the last uh, uh, three, four weeks now, just kind of on and off. And, and usually it takes me a couple of weeks to find something I like. And um, I got home yesterday and it was like, my car might not make it three more miles. You know, the option of driving to someplace downtown and looking at a used car is probably off the table. So there's a CarMax dealer about a mile and a half south of my house. I mean, I could I could walk there if I had to. And, um, so I go to the CarMax website and I go sort by lowest price and I start scrolling and I get about three, four pages in and I find a, uh, I find a vehicle that's, uh, you know, 10, nine, it's like 11,000 bucks or whatever, which is honestly about twice as much as I want to pay because, um, you know, I'm, I don't know, whatever I'm weird about cars, um, but uh, I see this thing, and I go, Sage, I'm going to go see about uh, doing this thing See right a man now. about a car? I got on, yeah, no doubt. So I, I Well, I got online first. And I, I did <laughs> Sage, I need your bike. <laughs> well, I did the pre-approval <laughs> process for this, for this one car, and lo and behold, uh, the CarMax said, you're approved. And I said, well, <laughs> that's just, it's just, man, it's the life of Riley I'm living now. So I went down there and I did. Uh, uh, I took the car on a. I took the vehicle on a test drive while they were looking at my car, uh, with the intention of, uh, you know, trading it in, selling it, whatever it is you do at CarMax. You know, when you give them a car, and I'm sitting there thinking because I'd had a, another mechanic tell me uh, the car is worth about two hundred fifty bucks. Um, tell me about it. That's uh, the worst. This is a car. I, this is a car I paid six thousand dollars for seven years ago, and have probably put three or four thousand dollars worth of work into including a couple sets of tires and you know hundred dollar oil changes and yada yada so i had probably paid 13 you know 12 13 14 thousand dollars for this car in effect over the last seven years and just like i just no i'm no we're not doing that again um so uh i i take a look and i find a uh 2013 ford escape um uh, L, it's some kind of luxury package, whatever, whatever. I think it's pronounced it's got, Escape. Escape, thank you. So the Escape. <laughs> so I take the Escape on a uh, on a little test drive last night, and uh, uh, while I'm sitting there talking to the uh, my my guy at the CarMax, he's like, "Hey, you know, if you want to sell us the car, you've got the title, right?" Now, yep, got clear title. It's literally pinned to my court board at my house. Ah, I see your point. You need the title if we're going to do this thing. So as part of the test drive, I decide to uh, swing by the house and get 
Well, no, the guy actually suggested, yeah. he said, how far away do you live? I said, like, two miles. He goes, he goes, why don't you swing home and get the title and bring it back? And I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. So I, I take the car, um, I take the, uh, the Escape, and um, I run home. And as I've done a billion times before, I get out of the car, and I'm getting ready to come up to the front door, and Sage is inside playing Madden 21 or Rainbow Six or whatever he's doing. He's, I've, I've left him on his own. Uh, he, he's the equivalent of a latchkey kid at this point, the poor guy. Um, but, um, uh, he had just come home from school, so he was okay. He was hanging out with his, with his, his e-friends online. So I get out of the car and I'm, uh, okay, let's go in and get that, uh, let's get that, uh, title off the cork board. And I go to shut the door and the door shuts. And I realize that I've left two of my fingers in the door. Oh no. And I mangled I just Ooh. about smashed the tip of my freaking uh, paint in my ring. Is it still there? Right Is the tip still there? Off. I, I seriously, I damn near tried to crush it off the end of my finger. Is it it's just the tip? Hurt. Uh, just the tip. Um, we are now. So, uh, so this car isn't an escape. It's 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 a Christine. Actually, yeah. it's tasted well, human blood. <laughs> I think the pri- it it has it did taste human blood. Um, but I uh, I come up to the front door and I'm fumbling in my uh, with my key in my left hand and you're sitting there breathing through it. I mean, it was you know it's one of those things where it's like, oh God, I just tried to cut the end of my finger off. Uh, it, the bl- blood is is now pooling in the palm of my hand. And uh, you're just you're about seeing stars. It's like this stings. And so I get up to the door and I, I try to put the key into the door, you know, real quick. And I'm just like, screw it. I just start knocking the door. It's like, Sage, let me in. Let me in. <laughs> just just open the door, dude. Because <laughs> he's used to me not asking him to come get the door. He so probably when I he realized in. he had to get up off the couch, he was probably like, oh, oh, oh man, dad. So. So the cool. point is, I, I've had band-aids on it, and um, I uh, I took Sage up to uh, the professor's house last night to spend the weekend. And of course, it's uh, coming up on uh, Thanksgiving week, so um, he may be up there for a little while. But um, uh, when I got up there, you know, I relate this tale of woe to them. So wait a um, minute, wait a minute. You yeah. drove up there in a new car. Yes. There we go. That's the payoff I'm looking there for. There we go. See, there's Thank there's you. We made payoff. it. We made I was, it. I was still three or four minutes away from from that uh, that part of the story, but it's cool. It's cool. It's All cool. Right. So yeah, the, the point is the escape. The point is I I uh, I have an escape in my um, uh, in my garage, and I've now got seven days, now six and a half days now to decide if I want to keep the son of a gun. Um. Because uh, I'm still trying to figure out. I, I know that you're going to pay a little bit more at CarMax, but the nice thing is that at CarMax, you know, I'm two miles away from the mechanic, and they can and will fix anything, especially if I've got the three-year extended warranty that covers everything. Great so story. I figured, Compelling and rich. I, I appreciate you so much, uh, whoever that was. I, I didn't realize we were letting guests in. I mean, we might as well let Steven in, you know, if we're going to have guests in. Stephen could have uh, have given us his seven minutes in person, and that would have been nice. Um, but uh, yeah, the the upshot is there's a, a new car, and like so many things in my life, uh, I I seem that when I have some kind of weird major life changes, I always lose something. You know, um, it's just, it's it's weird. It's it's like some kind of karmic balance happens to me um, uh, via the universe. But, um, uh, I think that, uh, uh, getting this new car meant that I had to try and chop the end of my finger off. And, uh, the professor, 
she looked at it last night along with uh, Michael, her uh, the, the current hubby, uh, the the hubby. Uh, not the current one. <laughs> well, no, that's still she's just like, going through husbands. Like, like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to indicate that she runs through them like water off a duck's back. That's not the case. Um, but uh, um, anyway, so they look at it, and uh, Michael uh, has to turn away because he's kind of disgusted. And she's mm. like, "You mm. need to go have that looked at." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "It's a freaking cut. It's actually mm-hmm. like two really. It's two cuts that it's like stepping on a grape. It's that kind of cut, you know, where it just kind of burst." Yeah, so it's it's pretty yeah. awful, and um, and so she's like, you need to take that, and you probably need to have stitches put in it or something, because that's not going to heal right. And I'm like, heal right? Who cares? But the more I think about it, the the worst the worst part of all of this is not is the inconvenience of having a finger on your your primary hand being freaking out of commission and having to hide it for like a month and a half. Hey, but, you don't you don't want that thing to get infected, and then no, uh, you and then you're down a digit. Yeah, and I have, uh, for what it's worth, I have uh, uh, been putting the triple antibiotic ointment on it. I have kept uh, it, it bandaged up. I've changed the bandage like six times in the last 16 hours. So I, I think I'm doing the right thing. But I've been talked into uh, calling up uh, the CareNow Clinic and uh, running up there uh, afterward on taping. So, you know. Good. Real, that's so the smart thing to do. do that. Check the I time. Know, Don't want to do too long. <laughs> I know. Just, uh, that guy's I, a smart guy. Um, so I, I had wanted to do. Uh, I had to do teledoc a while back. Uh, oh. I had a small. I had a skin. I, I had a dot on my face, which I thought might be melanoma. It was not a freckle. Know, not okay. a freckle. And uh, I do remember. Uh, I had. I was set up on my desk. I had a lot of light on my face. Yeah. Doctor called, and I'm 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 holding this this spot towards the camera. <laughs> he goes, "Look, it's right there. You see it." <laughs> and the doctor, I just remember him just having this blank look, like this isn't going to work. Uh, just go to a just go to a dermatologist, which is what I needed. Oh, uh, but it, it turned. Uh, they did a biopsy. Turned out it was nothing. Uh, it was was it like a tick? Uh, it was a burst blood vessel underneath my skin. That's all it was. And, uh, and unfortunately I still have a nice little scar. I don't know if it's ever going to go away, but now I have a nice little, you know, what was before just a small little burst blood vessel. Uh, Don't they call that a bruise? I guess so. I guess it was a small bruise. Yeah. But I mean, subcutaneous hematoma. (laughs) Nice. Wow. Look at, at, Hey, look at Brad. Hey, science boy, Brad. Hey, I read a book. Brain on Brad. And Brad, you don't want. You're not smart enough for Jeopardy. You you stop this. You're fishing for for compliments. And hey, buddy, you caught one. You're a smart guy. Thanks. Nice. Check out that squirrel. I think. Okay, we, we hit thirty. Yeah. Hey, you're welcome for that thirteen minute story. That was an incredible story. That was that was premium content. I'm just glad you up. got a new car. Well, it was content. Yeah. yeah, I know. In Bill's defense, he did use air quotes, air quotation fingers when he said premium. So he knows. He knows. Yeah. Bill knows. Bill's know. a pretty smart guy. We yeah we we all we all know what we're doing here. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a couple of these under our belt now. I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving, both of you. Thank you. Uh, I, I want to wash my right hand now, but I can't. This uh, Bill, this is the Bill. worst part of it. Bill, what time is your appointment for for the? Uh, well, I don't know. You know, the care now places are like, you know, get in the queue, and we'll call you when we're 
ready kind of gotcha. thing. So okay. it's one of those where I can't really make an appointment for 1,345 hours. You know, I've, I've got to just say, hey, I'd like to come see you. And then you just sit on your sofa and they'll give you a call somewhere within 15 minutes to three hours or whatever and say, OK, okay. we're ready for you. So I will be doing that at the conclusion of uh, the taping of the half hour wasted uh, uh, this uh, fine day. And uh, I don't know. We'll all see what happens. But what sucks, the worst part about all this is the the inconvenience of the fact that my primary hobby when not at work is playing disc golf. And so one of the fingers on the hand that I throw a Frisbee with uh, basically looks like someone stepped on a grape tomato. So, so yeah. So, so work on your Southpaw skills. That's, that's what you can use this for. You know what? I may have to. I've, I've actually heard stories of people who, who talked about, hey, you know, my right shoulder got screwed up, and so I decided to learn how to throw left-handed. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, if I tried to throw left-handed, I wouldn't be as good. Just going to say it. <laughs> it's typically how it works. <laughs> I mean, I'm not well, ambidextrous yet. Well, guys, you've been listening to Half Hour Wasted. Proud I'm sorry. The HHW LOD Podcast Network. Send your Especially questions Steve, and comments get to halfhourwasted at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. Leave us or any of the HHW LOD shows a voicemail at 469-298-9739 or an easy way to remember that is GoAx Type 9. Until next week, I'm Frank. I'm Brad. I'm passing out. And we'll see you next time on the Half Hour Wasted Podcast show that you is guys like, you right now. Do you guys have some blood I could borrow? <laughs> <laughs>